do you believe kids should have weight loss surgery? I came across this article um, in the top of November, about mid-November, and it raised some questions. It raised some questions and I want to get your opinions on those. So I'm going to read this article off to you. And once I'm done reading, you can comment below or leave a voicemail on Anchor with your opinion if you agree or not. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about improving our relationship with nutrition and exercise to achieve success in our fitness journey. And in order for me to do that, I need to ask you this question. Do you believe kids should have weight loss surgery? I'll give you my opinion on that, but first, a word from our sponsors. Are you hungry but only have 30 minutes to meal prep? Then download my new e-cookbook, What's a Meal Prep, at successfitnessstore.com. You will get three step-by-step written and visual recipes for one high-protein meal that's under 600 calories. I'll help you cook fresh salmon, steamed fresh broccoli, and quinoa in under 30 minutes to help you stay on track of your fitness goals. So go to successfitnessstore.com to download your copy today. Welcome back to the show. Today is Thursday, December the 8th, and I'm trying something new. I'm trying something new by putting my face on camera while I'm doing a solo episode. I don't have a guest today. I'm just trying something new, seeing how I can spruce up this podcast. So bear with me today. So today is, like I said, Thursday. Yep. Thursday, (laughs) December 8th. I've been up since about five o'clock this morning. Uh, Alarm goes off at five o'clock. I'm trying to make sure I be more productive. I'll be 41 next week. And I am trying to make sure I stay consistent with this podcast. I have been back in recording mode with my podcast. I have some guests lined up and I'll get more into that later on in the show. But me trying to spruce up or I'm trying to spruce up this show. I wanted to hook my DSLR camera up to this, um, to my webcam, right. Or to my iMac. I have an iMac. It is about, uh, I got it 20, 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. So I'm gonna show you my camera that I have right now. So I just recorded, I just recorded, um, my home gym, um, tutorial and I have to edit that out just as well. Um, and I use this, this is my big boy camera. This is what I call it. My big boy camera, uh, my Canon, uh, DSLR EOS rebel T seven. I actually did a video review on that. Um, once I, when I, when I got it a few years back, so I wanted to hook it up and use it as my primary webcam. When I am doing my podcast interviews via zoom, I'm using zoom right now to actually record this uh, to be completely, completely, completely transparent. This is actually my second take. It was my, my computer was freezing up, but we're here. Like I said, I'm trying to do something new. As you see, I'm kind of gruffy right now. I haven't shaved. Uh, that means I got my Caesar growing under here. So I got my hashtag more weight beanie hat on. Um, you can go to successfitnessstore.com to purchase yours, or you can save 10% 
when you sign up to the Success Fitness Newsletter and get a 10% discount code once you sign up. That way you can get weekly notifications when this podcast publishes and go live. But back to the podcast, I was trying to hook this camera up to my iMac, but I don't think it is compatible or it's too old. Either way, it's not working. Hopefully I can get it to work and therefore I can have a little bit of better quality and clarity uh, with the visuals as far as for, for this podcast, right? Today, um, I worked out, worked out with my client. We did core and shoulder. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Got my legs all stretched out right before we worked out, did 30 minutes of uh, cardio um, on the stationary bike while I watched some NBA highlights and ugh, my Lakers, my Lakers lost. Uh, yeah, I think it was not last night, but the night before, but either way, we gotta, we gotta do better. So back to the subject at hand, do you believe kids should have weight loss surgery. I came across this article um, in the top of November, about mid-November, and it raised some questions. It raised some questions, and I want to get your opinions on those. So I'm going to read this article off to you, and once I'm done reading, you can comment below or leave a voicemail on Anchor with your opinion if you agree or not. Uh, this article, it kind of struck a nerve. That's why I wanted to do this podcast. And I would just want to make sure that um, I get your opinion on it. I'm just going to read it off. I'm going to give a couple of my thoughts and move on. Right. So I'm just reading from my phone right here. According to this article posted on today.com, and I will have this article linked in the show notes below. I'm just going to read it off the best way I can. And if I stumble on some words, be patient with me, right? Okay. So the title, weight loss surgery helps teens with obesity, but many still miss out. An epic and especially dramatic under utilization of the procedure persists amongst black and Hispanic kids who are mostly affected by obesity, a new study finds. This was posted on November 4th, November 14th, I have to slow down, November 14th, 2022 at 7.22 a.m. Central Standard Time. <laughs> I'm just reading it off. Alrighty. Almost 20% of children and adolescents in the U.S. have obesity, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The problem affects about 15 million young Americans. Okay. So this article is written by A. Pulowski. Okay. Let's read it off. Okay. As the childhood obesity epidemic grows, more teenagers are turning to weight loss surgery to shed pounds and prevent health problems in adulthood. But this option is still not being used enough in younger patients, a new study has found. Annual bariatric procedure rates amongst adolescents in obesity in the U.S. doubled from 2010 to 2017, growing from 2.28 to 4.62 per 100,000 teens during that time period, according to the reports published Monday in Pediatrics. So we're scrolling down, scrolling down. The most popular procedure was a, now bear with me, lap, laparoscopic sleeve gas trick. Economy, which involves removing about 80% of the stomach. So this team, pardon me, my contact's kind of drying out. Uh, this, this procedure is taking out 80% of the kid's stomach. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> the findings are based on the information about 12 to 19 year olds undergoing bariatric procedures as recorded in the national inpatient sample, a large us healthcare database, life changing benefits. Even though weight loss surgery is a safe and effective way to treat pediatric obesity, it's underused for teens researchers wrote. They noticed an especially dramatic underutilization that persists amongst black and Hispanic kids who are most affected by obesity. More research is needed to figure out why it's happening, said study co-author Dr. I hope I don't butcher this pronunciation. Dr. Bader, B-A-D-D-R, Shakishir, Shakishir, S-H-A-K-H-S-H-E-E-R, a pediatric surgeon at St. Louis Children's Hospital in Missouri and assistant professor of surgery at the Washington University School of Medicine. Part of it may be fear of the procedure by patients and their families, he noted. Other potential barriers include insurance coverage, provider concerns, and societal misconceptions, the study found. Hmm. About 26% of Hispanic children and almost 25% of Black children have obesity, compared to 16% of white children and 9% of Asian Asian, I'm sorry, Asian children, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. But the typical weight loss surgery, surgery patient in the study was white. She was also female, privately insured, and on average, 18 years old. When teens do get weight loss surgery, the effects can be overwhelmingly positive. Shaq, Dr. Shaq. Let's just call him that, right? <laughs> Dr. Shaq noted. They, <laughs> they're really life-changing. And quote, these patients are not only, they not only benefit medically and physiolo physiologically, but in terms of their quality of life, it increases dramatically. Dr. Shaq told today. Obesity is already wrecking havoc on these children. And I think that we're recognizing it now earlier. The sooner we intervene, the better quality and longevity of life we can provide for those patients. And no minimum age. Surgery is the most effective treatment option for many teens with severe obesity, but there's a quote, striking trend of underutilization, particularly for low income teens. The American Academy of Pediatrics noted in a statement in 2019. It called for better access for younger patients. There is no minimum age for the procedure. This is something new that I'm learning right now. Dr. Sarah Armstrong, the lead author of the AAP policy statement and chief of general pediatrics and adolescent health at Duke University previously told today. It can be considered if a child's BMI is 40 or higher, or at least 35, if they have what is this word? If they are obese, but it like that, <laughs> such as fatty liver disease and diabetes. 
the right patient for the procedure is one who understands what it does and what its potential side effects are and who has the psychological and health support to get through it to reap the maximum benefits, Dr. Shaq said. Dr. Jason Belletti, Belletti, a bariatric surgeon with a bariatric surgeon with Memorial Hermann, the Woodlands Medical Center in Texas said, stopping obesity early before it can lead to organ damage and other health problems is a better long-term option for teens. His practice has performed weight loss surgery for patients as young as 16. So you mean to tell me 16 year olds are, are getting weight loss surgery? Learn something new every day. It's gaining more acceptance in society for kids, for adolescents, for adults, for everybody, Belletti said, who was not involved in the new study until today. I don't think weight loss surgery should be the first resort, but I certainly think it requires the team, the pediatrics, the pediatricians, the dietitians, the surgeon, um, looking at each individual case as a whole and seeing how weight loss surgery is incorporated along with diet and exercise. He didn't know why minority groups were less likely to receive the procedure than their white counterparts, but wondered whether it's a matter of education about what surgical intervention can accomplish. I'm going to read that again. He didn't know why minority groups were less likely to receive the procedure than their white counterparts, but wondered whether it's a matter of education about what surgical intervention can accomplish. In sentence. As the word gets out that weight loss surgery, particularly in the adolescent population, is a good thing, I think that those forces will definitely allow more interest and therefore more access, Belady said. Doctors and healthcare institutions need to reach out to local communities, especially the underprivileged populations, to make sure that people understand that these therapies are available, Dr. Shack added. A. Pawlowski is a Today Health reporter focusing on health news and features. Previously, she was on previously she was a writer, producer, and editor at CNN. So that is the article, and I will have that in the the show notes. The title of it: Weight loss surgery helps teens with obesity, but many still miss out. So, thank you for bearing with me while I read through that article while my contacts were were drying out, and uh, the words were kind of getting a little blurry um, with the contacts drying out. Or am I just getting old? You know, when you get older. You, I guess you tend to lose some vision. I don't know. You know, we're going to pray that that doesn't happen. But going back to the article, do you believe kids should have weight loss surgery? Um, my honest opinion, I don't. I don't. The, 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 the kid is still growing, in my personal opinion. I have not done any research. I have uh, no doctor uh, experience. I have not read or studied up on any articles that can support my decision. This is just completely me giving you my opinion right off the cuff from what I read. Right. I don't, I don't think so. Um, when they talk about black and Latino kids and the question of if it's a matter of education and not, and, and not finance, I have a problem with, I'm not going to hold my tongue on that, but I have a problem with um, 
because you can have all the education you want about a certain subject, but if you don't have the funds to get certain things done or get that thing that you are educating yourself on, then it's about the money. You know, it's about the money. There are so, there are so many factors, right? And of course they have done more investment in time and study about this research about this issue than I have. Let me go ahead and just, and just say that I'm completely talking out of ignorance, completely talking out of not researching and completely off emotion and just going off what the article says. And, you know, I just raised some questions. I've raised some questions, you know, so you believe it's based off of education and not economics, Uh, you know, and I don't want to put it out there that every black American kid or black American family has financial issues. I don't want to put it out there that every Latino American family has financial issues, but there are a lot of factors and for it to be reduced down to education without the equal focus on economics and their, their location and the access to healthier foods, healthier food options. And that just kind of struck a nerve with me. Right. So I don't want to speak out of turn or speak down on any doctors or any professional researcher that has actually spent more time that can defend what they say than me going off of the cuff emotion um, and, and whatnot. It just raises questions. So this is where you come in at. I want you to leave a voice message on Anchor about what your opinion is on this and it will be featured in one of my next upcoming shows. Or you can just leave your comments down in the comment section below. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what your opinion is on this uh, moving forward. So once again, I have the article in in the show notes. And uh, yeah, we can we can go from there. It's a thought provoking article. It's a thought. It's a thought provoking article. Um, I really don't want to talk too much about it because I can just go off of what I feel right now. And I'm getting more aware of not going so much off my feelings on, on what I, what I think versus actually doing the research, doing the education. And that way I can be more educated to give a, give an honest opinion, but my opinion, I've, I've given it what, what you heard so far. It just raises questions. It's just raising questions. It just raises questions. Moving on next week, I will be 41 on December the 15th, 1981. It became a national holiday. So you don't have to go to work on that day. You will get a paid vacation, a paid day off. Uh, if your employer asks you, why didn't you show up to work? Just say Christian said, don't show up to work and make sure I get paid. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But yeah, I'm excited for my 41st birthday. Um, every year I start doing some reflecting, start changing some of the things that I've been doing previously earlier in the year. I mentioned in my last podcast that I end up deleting the, the Facebook app. And one of the reasons why I 
was getting too anxious about the app. I am, I'll talk about it with you. I am monetized to create Facebook reels and been so for about a year. And the first month I was making good money, probably about like $200. That's good money to me. Right. And then you start going for the challenges, which is you create like 10 videos and if you get at least 500 video, 500 views, I'm sorry, at least 500 views per video, then oh, for, for each video, you will get a bonus of like $100, $120, right? So that started to slow up. That started to slow up probably about like three months ago. And I'm like, what? I'm doing the same thing. I'm creating content. I'm creating content. And that just stopped. That just stopped. Like my first hour, I would get like 100 views. And then I'm like, okay, with this trajectory, I should be at 500 views within five to six hours, right? If I can get a hundred views in the first hour, then nothing. I would just stagnate at like 200, 230. And trying to figure out why, you know, why is this? Let me change this. Let me change that. And just doing all of that just really worked my nerves and it worked my nerves more than what I thought. So with that being said, I end up just deleting the, the Facebook app because it was me. It was me. It was me. It was me. And so it caused me to take a step back into what I was doing and got me refocused. Honestly, it honestly got me refocused. Me and my friend were talking about, you know, spiritual cleansing. And that was one of them far as for me, for me to just step back and analyze what I was doing, what was working my nerves and it's not so much the Facebook app was working my nerves. It was my nerves being triggered by what I saw and me being so attached to the, the, the end result or the possibility of the end result. And, you know, getting up in the morning, uh, thinking about shooting a video and or, or posting it and then sharing it. And it, it just got, it just got too much. So long story short, that's why I ended up deleting that. So just been working more on some mental clarity for me heading into year uh, 41. I've been a little bit more paranoid about my body, just random, just feelings or aches or pains and lingering pain, lingering feelings, just different things like that. I don't know if that's normal. Please leave me a voice message on Anchor or comment below if you have experienced this, that you can give me some insight to say, hey, this too shall pass. Um, I have a doctor checkup next week. I've been going to the doctor a lot more lately too. So just trying to be more mature and responsible and responsible far as for myself, but I'm more excited every day about being blessed to be on this earth. And every day is a, it is a blessing. It is a blessing. It is a blessing. So, um, I thank God for that. I got my first birthday present. My girlfriend bought me an electric smoker. I've been posting that on my Instagram and you can see that. And I did a podcast last week. So you want to know more about that, then tune in to last week's podcast. I really don't claim out or shout out or say the number, uh, what podcast episode, number that I am recording because things can change. Things can change. Things can change. With that being said, this may be one of my last solo podcasts. And that is because I told you earlier, I am back in recording mode. I have two podcasts recorded and uploaded. And that is what I am going to do once I am done recording this podcast. So I can go ahead and edit that and get that schedule. I've been doing a lot more interviews lately. I've been 
honing in more on professional fitness professionals um, in the fitness industry. Therefore, I can present and give you all an, an additional perspective, an additional outlook, uh, more professional content from more professionals. I've been doing a lot of uh, weight loss transformation success stories, and I love those, and I will continue to do those in the future. But right now, I want to concentrate more on fitness professionals, personal trainers, doctors, physicians, um, therapists, you know, mental, mental health, uh, physical health, you know, everything. Because, you know, the title, I mean that in the, in the, in the opening spiel, I mean that this is, this podcast is so we can improve, keyword improve our relationship with nutrition and exercise by any means. I don't want to put this podcast into one thing where we just talk about strictly weight loss, you know, it's just strictly that number. There's a lot of other different things that go on in our bodies that I want to bring those people who are experts in those other things to talk about so I can get educated and so I can be educated and therefore educate you by having those guests on. But I'm going to give you a quick rundown of, I have at least, I think I just counted you count for me and I, I will, will count in real time. Uh, five people, at least five people headed, headed to the, to the, to the podcast or, um, already scheduled. Right. So let's put this right here. So I told you, I have two podcasts recorded. Uh, this is day number three of me recording a podcast. I recorded a podcast yesterday and the day before. So starting Tuesday, I interview Steve Lavick of Beyond Measure Fitness out of Naperville, Illinois. That is like two hours ahead of me, uh, well, two hours north of me. He is a um, fitness facility gym owner. He's gone from personal training out of a garage to owning his own fitness facility. His story is amazing. Then we have Mark Carboni, CEO of PN Medical. He's going to talk about the importance of breathing and trying to reduce our anxiety. And we're going to have to have him on the show again, because there was so much information that he touched on that I really couldn't get all in the 45 to 50 minute podcast, but we're going to have him on. Um, matter of fact, it's already recorded. We are, are that those two are already already recorded and I have to go and edit those podcasts uh, after this, after this, get those all scheduled. Then we're going to have my fellow goals gym comrade, Michelle Shepard. She is a group fitness instructor. We're going to talk about uh, group fitness and the benefits of camaraderie, um, group fitness, right? I do mainly one-on-one -on -one training. I've done a lot of group training in my day. I prefer one-on-one -on -one training personally, but I want to get um, another perspective from a group fitness instructor on some of the benefits of working out in a group. Okay. So that's three. Number four, we got Hannah Ramlow. Now I was on her IG 
live in 20, yeah, 2020. Cause I remember that's, you know, the pandemic. I remember getting the phone calls on my porch and I'm like, you know, somebody wants me to be on their podcast. I'm like, okay. So Hannah Ramlow from Soulside Yoga Studios here in Peoria, Illinois. We're going to have her on, we're getting her scheduled and the jump rope queen herself, Bernadette Henry of make it fun NYC.com. I'm pretty sure if you've seen, uh, this, this young woman on, on IG doing all these crazy jump rope routines. We're going to have her on. So what that's for. And, and five, I'm going to have my physical therapist, Sarah Dreyer. Yes. I've been going to PT and we will chat more about that during that episode. So I won't give too much away. We're going to get that all scheduled and, and recorded. So, like I said, I want to get more fitness professionals on this, this podcast. So again, I'm trying to just do something different. Think outside the box. This has been the result of me getting some mental clarity and trying to get my podcast out so I can help improve the relationship with nutrition exercise with more and more people. This podcast is now on Amazon music as of this morning and iHeartRadio. I didn't even know Amazon had a podcast platform or option or whatever. I kept getting some emails probably within like last two or three weeks. And I said, you know what, let me go ahead and just fill this out and just put it up there and just see. So, you know, this is on, you know, the videos on YouTube videos on Spotify. So the, and the podcast is on Spotify, um, iTunes, the podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Stitcher, Google podcast. So it is in everywhere that I can think of at the moment. If you have a preferred podcast platform that you like listening to this podcast or any podcast on comment below, or again, just send me a voice message on anchor. I really like voice messages. So go ahead and download the anchor app anchor.fm. And this is where you can leave voice messages for me. I love to hear your voice versus just reading stuff this way. You know, we get some interaction going on. And we got Christmas coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, have you done your Christmas shopping yet? Or do you plan to, or do you plan to cook? I say right now, I don't plan to cook, but that's what I said about Thanksgiving. And then what happened on Thanksgiving, I end up getting an electric smoker out of that. So let's see what comes after that. But all I want for Christmas is my Lakers to win the championship this year, but we got to stop losing. You know, we, uh, you know, AD was, balling out 40 points, 40 points, and then 55 points. And then he left the game with the flu a couple of nights ago. And uh, we're on a two game losing streak. So they've been, they've been stressing me out, but I have hope. I have hope. I have hope. Hopefully we can get Dwight Howard back. We should have really signed him. We should have signed him and gave him what he wanted. He's, he's always been one of my, my favorite players, a good, strong and efficient center, just in case AD backs up or give him a starting position. He deserves a, a starting position, but that's my other rant. If all my uh, my basketball fans are are watching this, send me a voice message or comment below about who your favorite team is. And if you are a Lakers fan, type down Lakers family, Lakers nation in the comment below. But if you found inspiration in today's episode and would love to support this podcast, all you have to do is sign up to my weekly newsletter, the success fitness newsletter. And when you sign up, you will get a 10% discount code that will apply to my successfitnessstore.com merchant site. And you will get 10% off this beanie hat right here, 
along with my more coffee shirts hoodies and mugs so i will have that information down in the description box below and you can also get 10 percent off my new e-cookbook what's a meal prep for beginners it comes with three recipes that equates out to one high protein meal that is under 600 calories so three three meals well three recipes <laughs> three recipes for one high protein meal that's under 600 calories step by step written instructions also video instructions and guess what it also comes with a free workout ebook so click the link in my show notes sign up sign up to the success fitness newsletter and then you will also be notified every sunday at 12 a.m central standard time when i upload this podcast and when it goes live on anchor iHeartRadio, itunes <laughs> spotify and you won't miss a beat also you will get access to my facebook group success fitness family shout out to everybody in my facebook group we got about 1600 people in there it's a good calm community I haven't forgot about you guys. I still log into Facebook on desktop. I just don't have the app. I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. So I still shout out my family on, on Facebook. And again, you get access to my blog, uh, Christians weight success I am, I need to, I need to do a website for success fitness, successfitness.com or successfitness.net. Which one should I do? Comment, comment below. And this brings us to the end of another episode of the success fitness podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time out of your day to either watch or listen to me ramble, ramble, ramble. So when the pressures of life start to weigh on you, remember this pressure bus pipes, or they make diamonds. The only thing that situation can do is make you stronger. If any situation does not make you stronger, then simply chant more weight, more weight, more weight. Hashtag more weight. Peace out.